Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. King of R&B, Raheem Devon, and you're in the basement with Javon and Therese. Keep the lock right here. Hey, it's your girl, Allison Williams, and you're in the basement with Javon and Therese. You're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese playing my kind of music. She's watching in the background. Well, hi, Mom. How you doing? Uh-huh. <laughs> What's your mama's name? Juanita. Juanita, I, you know I love you. No matter what you do. And I hope you understand me. Every word I say is true. Because I love you. Oh, 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 oh. That's for Juanita. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, 
I will Just do in that. Just in case I should meet Shaka Khan, I want to smell really, you know, oh, nice. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, dokey, babe, whatever you say. I just want to wish everybody um, a happy Shaka Khanika. All right, thank you. Let's let's carry on. I'm sorry. Javon, yeah, there's a pill you're going to be. Able to take to I promise I to tell them which way you went, but they're coming for you. With time, so and we thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, well, thank you. This part, that little piece, I'm just gonna keep and play it all the time for myself. <laughs> but no, just do this. And I think it's it's time, Therese, to do a little rapid fire with um, Mr. Ooh. Richard Pryor, Jr. I think so. I think so. So, don't worry. We won't hurt you. Hey. What's up, Brezzy Pooh? How you doing? Every now and then I like what? to watch the whole thing, in the, you know, in the, in the jump start, get me revved up. Absolutely. I actually always, it always, I managed to giggle from it because so, especially the parts of Richard Pryor Jr. for sure. Like well, yeah. all of them really, but every time his expressions, you know, it just. It, Richard Pryor just Jr., the, the little piece with um, Mesa is funny to me. Um, mm-hmm. The one, and it's not in that clip, but when you and I are just talking and you know who is mentioned and you're like, what is going on? And I'm like, if there's a cure for this, but it's you leaving the, the frame and then coming back the way you did is like priceless that you couldn't have planned it better. It, it was just, it was, it's just a priceless little snippet. True. So anyway, how you doing? How you doing? Happy Hump Day. (laughs) Hump Day. (laughs) Let me see. Do I have this thing? Wait. I, I, you know, because I just, I just got in. I, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to get this all under control, okay? Because everything is haywire again. But you know, I'm trying to get everything under control. How you doing, Miss DJ? What's up, baby? Um, but I, I wanted you to hear something that, Uh-oh. yeah, I think you're going to find it funny. I mean, but there's a, hey, LaVon, what's up? There's what's a, up, Hey, Papi Chulo. Papi Chulo, yes, the hump. And the camel humps. Do the um, hump, the hump. Okay, you ready for this? Now, <laughs> Let's go, let's go. Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. This is a Javon and Therese thing, okay? I just want everybody to understand that. All right. Well, maybe it's just a Javon thing because I'm fucking crazy, really by myself. But, you know, I'm dragging you into it with me. Thank you very much. Yeah. That's true, that's true. 
I hate this thing. This this you know I just have a thing about talking in microphones. But go ahead. Got it. I don't want to do it that way. I want to do it this way so I can control it. You know what? Wait, 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 wait. I want to do it this way. <laughs> I am, you know what? I feel like I've landed on Goofball Island. <laughs> okay. Okay, 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 okay. You ready? You ready for real? You ready for real? I'm let her rip. Y- y'all ready? Y'all ready for real? Okay, 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 okay. Okay, 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 okay. Here we go. Let me get 
shows are usually the time that I eat, you know. So I'm, I'm grateful that the show is Brunch in the Basement, with the exception of Wednesdays when it's just, you know, not Brunch in the Basement. It's in the basement, and I always got a plate of food. <sighs> yeah. We can have brunch you- anytime you want. Apparently, certain people really enjoy watching you eat. <laughs> <laughs> they enjoy I didn't watching know. you eat. And I did not know. No, she didn't say she enjoyed me. She said, you know, watching people, watching people eat is a fetish thing. I didn't okay. know that. So let's, let's you know. look at this from a Scorpio perspective, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not able to do that. <laughs> Speaking of which, somebody has a birthday coming up. One of these people that you are looking at on screen right now is having a birthday really, really soon, and it's not me. Scorpion and and Libra season is right thereafter. Yes, but you know what? You know what? You know, let me tell you how I am. I won't even think about my birthday until after yours. Okay. It is all, this is your season, and you and, are too. This is Libra season. Yeah, you know, it, it's, you know, I love Libra season. I do. I love the changes of the leaves. And, and in addition to Libra season, we're also in Saturn, uh, sorry, Mercury in retrograde, which is in Libra as well. So 
Got a lot of stuff happening, a lot of cosmic stuff. And let me tell you something about that cosmic stuff. Uh-oh. I literally had one of those moments today. Can I share what happened to me today? Tell us. Do we need to peel an onion or put an no. onion? Or... No, 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 no. It's, it's about, you know, and, and, you know, for you for folks out there that know about Mercury and retrograde, right? That means things kind of move a little backwards. Communications are off. They say don't do any major negotiations. Don't do any... Um, any signing of contracts, don't do any, you know, don't do no wild stuff, in other words, because, you know, miscommunications will happen, all of that stuff, right? Because, you know, they, they liken it to things moving a little backwards, all right? Oh, That's my paraphrase of it. Retrograde. Retrograde, right. All right, so, recently <clears throat> talk to myself anyway. There's like a whole system going on up here. Because sometimes I, I, I have, I really understand, now I used to be weird about it, I'll, I'll admit that, but I really understand that I have intuitive powers. Uh-huh. Okay. And when I'm plugged into them consciously, or and I don't mean trying to, you know, put things together and make them happen. I mean, when I am relaxed and things come to me, I honor them, as all of you should. But there's something particular about what happened today. Mm. So I have to take my, my second mom to the airport, right? And and she's 82 years old, and I like to assist her, you know, and I always ask for a gate pass so that I can sit and wait, you know, with her until her plane comes so she's just not in the airport by herself in there, you know. So today I said, you know, you know, with all that, and she hasn't been on a flight in a minute, so I was like, hmm. Well, I hope that, you know, and I said to myself, I hope they don't give me any problems uh, with this, this uh, gate pass today um, because, uh, you know, I, I just don't feel like it. And I have to be cool because I don't want to be on the no-fly list because, you know, folks are real sensitive in the airports. And, you know, and have a little, for those of you that do a lot of air travel, have a little compassion for our, our air, our, our, well, you know, TSA and our um, flight attendants and stuff, you know, because, you know, they, they're doing a super hard job because there's a lot of nuts flying around. There's a lot of tension and a lot of folks breathing their own carbon, which is causing a whole different situation. Right? Flying nuts, flying nuts, flying nuts. Right. So just, you know, they pack. I don't know if they get paid combat pay or what, but they all deserve to have that, you know, because it's yeah. And it's weird. Yeah. TSA is a little bizarre but see i get spooked in airports so i'm gonna say they're all nice people doing their job <laughs> okay there you go right so that's the ticket yeah so nobody wants and and what and i say this to say because that no fly list they are apt to put you on it for an argument for for a misunderstanding or raising of the voice if you will all of those things so i consciously had this thought because my mother-in-law has blessed genes she does not look her age at all, right? So she's going on a special trip, you know, because it's, you know, generations, are, are they going to be taking pictures and stuff? So she's all dolled up and she's got her hair braided up in a little bun and she just looks adorable, right? She's got a little sneakers on, a little sweat, uh, you know, a little, uh, what do you call it, a little gym wear, and she's, she's scooting along and we crack up. We have a lot of inappropriate jokes that we love. That's our love language, right? Yeah. <laughs> So I say to her in the parking lot, I say, Ma, you know, I hope they don't give me no problems 
and, you know, and start getting all up in my business about me getting this gate pass because you don't look 82 years old. So they're going to, um, she was like, what? They shouldn't give you any problems. I said, yeah, because I'm not for it. And anyway, I'm not trying to be on that no fly list. So we both had a little cackle as we do, proceeded to go into the uh, airport. And my wife did something amazing in her planning for this because she, she she's already where um, I'm shipping my mother-in-law off to. So she took her bags ahead of time with her. So that way she can just stroll with her little pocketbook and just be cool with no, no checking, none of that. Right. Boom. On the plane, off the plane, in the car. That's it. That's it. So I get to, and I'm not going to name the airline. So I get to the counter, check her in, do all the other stuff. Well, I actually checked her in at the kiosk, but I went to get the pass from the, the counter. That's what happened. So I said, hello, nice and chipper, trying to keep it cute, because you know, we, we had a little giggle about it already. I said, how are you? I would like to have a guest, I mean, a, a gate pass so that I can go with and assist this young lady right here. Now, I'm going to say something about customer service, but, and I hate the fact that it was a sister girl. But I'm going to have to go ahead and say it because, you know, just as much as you want the public to comply and to be to be nice and patient and orderly, you also have to know that when you're standing in line and all those other things that come along with that, you know, you also it would help if you smiled. It would help if you, you know, said some things that were encouraging when you're doing that or, you know, sister girl looked me dead in my eye, looked at her, looked her up and down like I'm, I kid you not, gave me high school up and down, the mean girl up and down, and then said, what's wrong with her? And that sass, and I was like, yo, words. did she just say the exact words I said in the parking lot? So I smiled because I was like, in my head, I was saying, oh, shit, this is actually, I just, I just, we just had the kiki, so my mother-in-law standing there, she's like, oh. and I looked at her face, I looked at her face, and we were both like, we just said this was going to happen. So I took a deep breath, and I smiled, she, and before I could say what I was going to say to her again, she's like, we ain't allowed to do that only for children, and she don't look like nothing wrong with her. Mm. So I smiled again. May I have a supervisor, please? And just stood there. So she was like, there's not a supervisor back here right now, but you see that lady all the way over there? And the lady was not all the way over there. She was, you know, with the tie on. Ask her. And, you know, she's a supervisor. Ask her. Very, I don't feel like being at work today. So I said, sure, I will. So I said, Ma, stay right here. I moved it on over to the woman. She was engaged with two other women standing there, and her back was to me. So, you know, I have a thing about not walking up on people. So I stood there. Now, I'm a, I'm a big chick, so you're going to see me eventually if, if I'm standing near you. So somebody gestured, because they all had on neckties, somebody turned, gestured that someone was behind us, so she turned around. A beautiful woman, she was there. I said, hello, are you the supervisor for this particular kiosk or station? She said, yes, I am. How can I help you? And I said, um, good afternoon. I need a, a gate pass so that I can assist and, you know, walk up to the gate with my mom. Um, she's 82 years old, and I'd like to be her companion until her flight leaves. She said, 
sure, no problem. You see that girl over there? The same one <laughs> that I was at. Tell her I said <laughs> to give you a gate pass. Now, mind you, the girl was watching, you know, so I walked back over to her. I said, uh, ma'am, she said for you to give me a gate pass. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I have the ticket, please? I was like, sure. So then another one of her colleagues comes over to her and says something to her, and she proceeded to snap at her. And I was like, oh, see, boom, bing, bing, bing. That's why you can't take nothing personal because it, she's, it's a day. It's, she's just having a, a retrograde day. Fine. So she gives me the gate pass. I thank her. We go scurrying along, and, and my mom said to me, she's like, Wow, I can't believe that happened. You must have willed that on. I was like, no, it just came to me to stay cool. Because see, normally, you know, after I don't, you know, after when I get all that, I would be like, well, what is all that for? You know, because I just, I just believe in customer service. Now I know that every time, you know, like some people need to be, you know, you need to be clear about it. But it's interesting. You know, so that was my day. We sat there. We went over to the window. We had a lot of seats, and we just kikied and cackled the way we do until her flight came, and I put it right on the plane, and boom. Beautiful. And- Beautiful. Yeah, Miss Thing was having a hard life moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard life knock. It, it was, she was. She was hard knock life or whatever. Anyway, she was having a, a moment. And- wow, that's. It, no, but it, it's good that that you uh, were able to handle it that way, and to see it, you know. Well, I, I, hmm. Let me say it this way. It came to me prior to. Now, if it had not come to me, would I have been a, you know, that that no fly list? Because I hear a lot of airlines are trying to work together. So if you get popped on one, that means you're not flying period, you know, so, and they're trying to unify that, you know, you could get right now it's, it's, it's per airline, you know, you, you, you know, you, it's independent, you know, in, what individual incidents basically, but they're trying to link them all so that if you're on the no fly list, you're not on the, unless you're like federally banned or something like that. Like I hope they do all those people that ran up on the, the, the Capitol. Right? right. But, um, and that's in the works and they'll probably get it based on what's going on recently and you know and and seems to be occurring um which is unfortunate and and disrespectful to say the least because you not only endanger yourself you endanger others and i think that should be not only an arrest but you should go into a psychiatric treatment if you're having that kind of episode on in the air um but there's a good question on the chat um rather i'm wondering how many times a week do you have to go out of your way to appear non-threatening I get an average of five times. Uh-oh, it just bounced up. Wait a minute. Way to go. Oh, I put it up. Okay. Wondering how many times a week do you have to go out of your way to appear non-threatening? Misty says, I average five times, so you're probably at 20. Mm. Um, And then LaVon goes on to say in her experience that your presence is actually quite gentle. Mine, too. And and calming, calming. I tell you something. I get that more from men than women. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure why that is. You know, um, I'm not sure why that is. 
find um, you to be quite calming, except when you're um, animated. Like, oh. if you're upset, then I got to be upset, too. I can't, you can't be upset by yourself. That, <laughs> that shit just is just not, it's just not equal. It's like everybody, look, okay, it's like, you ever see that, what's that movie, in and out with the little people inside the, the girl's brain? It's a cartoon, mm-hmm. it's an anime. I love that damn movie because, all oh, right, wow. so there's this one girl named Joy that lives inside this little girl's head, and Joy is, resp- there's like a control panel, and everybody is has their role. There's the mm-hmm. angry little red one whose head hits fire when, when the little girl, that's it, let me take the controls and let the anger be in, in control. And Joy is like, no, no. And then there's sadness, the little blue one, that's me. She just falls out. Uh, <laughs> Everything just touches, everything she touches turns blue. Turns blue. I'm gonna write this down. Window, what's the name of it? In and out. In and out. And I'm, where can you find that? It's a it's it's um it's a couple of years old. It's a um it's on Blu-ray. I mean, I, you probably can find it. Is it a movie or yeah, like it's a, a movie? Netflix? It's an animated movie, and it's really really cute. And um, is it child appropriate? Yeah appropriate for children so you know it, it's it's i don't know if other people have seen it i watch i love animated movies they take me they take me to a nice little gentle place but yeah so when when that red one in rez's head is like on fire even if i'm really not as passionate about the issue i go there with you because i'm like what well because then there's the part of me that's like I just want to be sad about it. I don't want to be angry. <laughs> I'm angry. But but your friend is upset, so you need to come on and get some spunk. All right? Yeah. Like, you know what? All right, so I'm from the Bronx. Boogie down. The boogie down. And if your homie is mad, you got to get mad because everybody got to go fight. So <laughs> it, don't, it don't make sense to be sad and fighting. Get mad. Because that's the only way you ain't going to get your ass kicked. Mm-hmm. You got mm-hmm. to be mad. Yeah, it takes it takes a minute. It takes a lot to get me mad. That's why I'm giving myself new sabbaticals sometimes. Because, you know, it's, you said the other day, it's like you don't want to miss anything, but you cannot stay plugged into this madness. Because folks are really losing their minds, you know. It's just, if, you know, I, yeah. I, I, and, and the surefire way. Um, well, I shouldn't put that out there the surefire way to to get my goat because then I wouldn't want that in the world. No, but no, no, no. there's some there's some things that you know as I've been seeing as of late that are just outrageous, you know, and and such a hypocrisy. But such is life right now, you know. In a minute, it's going to be funny, you know, because that's where it goes. It goes to levels, and then just, just it, see what we telling you all the time, y'all. People got real mental health issues that you needed to work out a long time ago, for centuries. And now, you know, and now it's awakened a certain vibe in the world. But yes. it's bananas. It's bananas. I was, and, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to, go ahead. You go ahead. I was going to. Um, <laughs> go ahead. No, no, go ahead. For real, go ahead, go ahead. No, go I was ahead. going to segue, but uh, you go ahead. Before oh, I okay. Do. So before you segue, I I was going to say I just found it. It's not In and Out. That's the it was a that was a gay movie with what's his name years ago. It's Inside Out. 
Inside out. Okay. Right. Inside out. Inside out. Okay. Cool. Yes. Cool beans. Okay. So, um, hang on one quick second. I want to see if I could get this up. And I probably... Do, 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 do. Uh, yes. Um, we had a, a very devastating, another devastating loss from a lag mob um, member. And lag mob is, of course, um, LaGuardia, which is the school of uh, music and art, um, a.k.a. the fame school, you know, um, Andrea Martin. And um, if you didn't know her by name, you certainly have known some of the soundtracks and the singers and the songs that she wrote. Um, because they were always in the background of our lives. Um, uh, and as Pop is written on the chat, um, she's uh, written for a little bit of everybody, but specifically Tony Braxton, I Love Me Some Him, Monica, Before You Walk Out of My Life, SWV, You're the One, Melanie Fiona, It Kills Me, Angie Stone, Fantasia. I mean, you know, you 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 name it. She's she's written it in Vogue. You know, um, she's written a lot of hits in her lifetime, and um, it's just a very sad situation. You know, and um, there's a a serious community, not only a lag mob community, but a music community that is mourning her death. And she's the the pin behind some of these amazing songs that you know we've come to love over the years. Sean Paul, yeah. Um, Leona Lewis, yeah, it's just just to Blue Cantrell, like you know, it, it's endless, endless artists, you know. Um, so yeah, you know, uh, who's that? Is that display? So just our condolences goes out to her friend, family, family prayers to get them through this time. She was young, and um, you know, it's heartbreaking. It's just very, very heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> Um, with Mr. Angry, what is that, Misty J? What is that about? I'm, I'm missing something. Um, is that a display, Monifa? Uh, yes, it is. I am in her closet. <laughs> she is doing work in the other rooms where I normally set up stuff, and um, this is actually her closet. You can see a rack of clothes behind me. I was trying to cover it with my body, but it's just too big. So, so yeah. She set me up in here, gave it, put me on a desk, and uh, <laughs> back know, in the closet. She's, she's ingenious. She's a, like, is that a word? She's a, inge- uh, whatever. <laughs> I can't. I just can't. I'm I'm exhausted. I've been feeling like my throat is about to close up. I have no idea of whom it is that I am allergic to. Uh oh. It's someone. I'm not going to say something. It must be someone. I have no <laughs> idea who it is yet. Birthday shout out to Devontae Swing of the legendary R&B group Jodeci and TV personality Bryant Gumble. Oh. And I agree. It is a nice closet. It's very green. Yeah, it's just one side. You can't see the other side, which is where the it winds around with clothing. But because um, they all be like, "What the hell is going on in that room?" No. 
Birthday shout-outs for tomorrow to jazz pianist, R&B singer, and composer, producer, multi-instrumentalist, songwriter, and music director, Patrice Russian. Yes, Patrice Russian is a musical genius. She's a beast. Period, you know. And we got another one come on. Yes, yes, yes. Put it out there. Mother um, Sissy Houston. Yes. Birthday coming up. Mama Sissy. And. And. Miss Mickey Howard. Yes, yes. All these Libras in the building, okay? And if you notice, they all have a through line, with the exception of Devante. <laughs> all have a through line we are we are uh fiercely compassionate and no shit taken folk clearly you rule the throat is that what is that the sign the thing for libra no i didn't i've never heard that one rules the throat 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 chakra i I didn't i've never heard that you know that's new i haven't heard that do you know what part of the body libra rules I used to know. I don't know now. I can't remember. Gabby, can you let us know, honey? Oh, she's saying it's the throat. Yeah. Hmm. But she's saying, hmm. Is it the throat? Horace rules the throat. There, that's that's you. No, that's yeah, the kidneys. Yeah, the kidneys. Okay. Okay. I know that we're we're Venus, and um, okay, I didn't know that. But I, I got an interesting topic that I'd like to engage folks in. Okie dokie. Okie dokie, smoky. And this is one of the fundamentals in life. Fundamental. And if Therese is bringing up the topic, you know it's more mental. <laughs> no, okay. So, so you can answer literally. You can answer figuratively. 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 Thank you. Um, but when is it appropriate to mind your business? <laughs> and when will you take a chance? And if you're taking the chance, would be the reason. When is it appropriate to mind your business? And I know some people are going to say, Always. Always. Right. But there are cases, there are cases where you would not do that. I want to know what those cases are. I want to know what you would risk it and what are the circumstances. Javon, you go first. Oh, me? <laughs> no, the other Javon. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, so basically I tend to mind my business except in situations where children are in danger Mm -hmm. or if someone brings the business to me. If someone I care about is getting hurt, I'm going to step in. You know what? I wish I was more. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is that I mind my business unless, um, you bring your business to me. So if if you if you call me and tell me something, I'm gonna give you my opinion. More than likely, maybe depends. 
Um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm not sure where we landed on that. That. Um, I mean, well, well, maybe depends on three different positions. It depends. Well, I know, right? It, but it depends on the situation. Now, I'll give you an example. I have a friend who sometimes asks me my opinion about certain things, intimate things, personal things, and sometimes not so personal, just stuff. Sometimes my friend just says things. And I have the option. Do I want to weigh in on this or is it best that I don't? So sometimes I think about it. Then, recently, I've seen something, and Lord knows I have an opinion, but I'm just going to be quiet. What's this? And Javon, don't mind her business when it comes to Chaka Kanto. Okay, so let me just be clear about that. All right, let me just say that. Shaka Khan is my business, so <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry, I have that's my business. That Shaka, yes, yes. Shaka Khan is my, now. That's not to say that Shaka Khan's business is my business. Oh, okay. But Shaka Khan <laughs> is my business. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shaka, I love her. <laughs> I do. In in my best Allison Williams voice, I promise not to tell the people (laughs) (laughs) where you are, but they're coming to get you. But I love her. All right, so I'm. All right, so go ahead. So I'm reading. I'm reading. Okay, let me roll back. Oh, so yes. Wait, wait. Let me. I'm. I'm trying. Okay, I'm trying to get up so we can talk about it as it. Okay, so that was a good question, actually, Leslie. Defending children, innocence, don't mind your business. Okay. Now, if I see a woman getting abused by a man, I'm jumping in. Ooh. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. Yeah, yeah. What if you see a woman abusing a man? I remember um, my neighbors who are like family. You know, when you grow up, everybody's your aunt and uncle. Right. Well, I remember... I'm not going to say the name in case, you know, there are people watching. But I remember one of my aunties chasing one of my uncles with a Christmas tree. And she was about to beat his ass with that Christmas tree. Oh, a little one, a desktop, or a big one? Oh, no, it was a, it was a hefty tree. <laughs> Auntie was not a little woman, okay? Oh, okay, gotcha. She, yeah. but, but he was a slim little guy. Comparatively speaking, she picked up that Christmas tree. She was about to. Mm. So, yeah. He ran, assumably. Oh, yeah. He was calling. She was yeah. coming after him with the tree. Mm. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. When someone is being hurt, okay, witnessing babies, kids are physical, physically, are physically being violated, defenseless, help them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Javon, no matter business when it comes to We've already established that Shaka Khan is my business. <laughs> we didn't, we, for the record, <laughs> we didn't establish that. So we didn't. And Pop, don't be popping up no the opinions expressed here. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> okay. Case by case basis. Yeah. 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 
and community-oriented, so I'm community-oriented, so I'm always speaking up for someone, especially people who are being bullied. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. That too. And and you know what, for me also, Rez, at work, I try to defend um, people who don't have the higher titles. What do you mean? So the workforce pool, um, if there is an injustice or if I believe someone is being targeted, I will stand up for that person. Even if they, actually it doesn't matter what title they are. If I feel like somebody's being targeted, I, I just, I just stand. I believe in justice. I think that's a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like if if there's bullying going on in any sense of the word, I'm I'm in it. I just mm-hmm. I can't. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, when I witness I'm abuse. too short to allow bullying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When I witness abuse, violence, disrespect, because then it's not your business anymore. Mm, I would have to agree with that. Yep, yep. I hate to see people gang up on somebody. Yeah, me too. Me too. Shaka Khan's lawyer. Though. <laughs> okay, exactly. If you're bold enough to assault in public. They're making it the public's business. Yeah. I, I yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I think and and this is a good point, you know, like if you watch a lot of movies when it, you notice this in movies, um, if a if a man slaps a woman, everybody is but if a woman yeah. is beating up a man, everybody is laughing. It's it's comical. But mm. but that's not funny. No, it's not. That's not funny because um, domestic violence goes both ways. Absolutely. I promise you that's true. I promise Absolutely. you. I knew of a case, um, what year was this? I forget what it was, but there was this infamous woman that unfortunately had a really bad uh, way with crack, right? And she was known as a slugger. Mm-hmm. And she had a boyfriend that, you know, they smoked together frequently. And she would beat up on him. And that was just known about town. She's going to, she's somewhere whooping his butt. That was the thing, right? So the, it was in, it ended up in the paper, actually. Um, they were somewhere smoking and, and, and he finally hit her back this one time. And he, and he hit her back. I don't know what he used. I don't know what the situation was exactly, but he hit her. She, flew back and hit her head on something. People, I think they said it was a radiator or something. Hit the ground and died. Yeah. It was just like, you know. And, um, yeah, it was it was a hot-buttered mess, you know. And then he, unfortunately, he fled the scene, you know. He was high. Yeah. And they gave him, and, and he had to serve manslaughter charge because of that. You about- know what? I'm just going to say, men, there's no shame. And you reporting domestic violence or intimate partner violence. If you are being assaulted, if you are being threatened, if you are being harmed by your love partner or whatever, go tell, go to the police, put in a report, because you never know how these things are going to end up. Yeah. And that's regardless of whether you're a man with a man or a woman. Nobody has to be a victim. Or and if you're in a not... polygamous relationship. A what? Polygamous. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. They say polyamorous, but I like to say polyniggerous. Yes. More of those around these days, huh? I'm noticing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. More of those We're socialized in a patriarchal society, thus most may see grown men as stronger, which in actuality they may need help too, especially when outnumbered. That's when they in that polyniggerous um, relationship. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I've actually been in Brooklyn and seen a guy hitting a woman, and me and my coworker are trying to mind our business, and then we I just couldn't walk away. So he, so we, me and my coworker jumped him. Oh, okay. All right. Wow. Wow. Exactly. When testosterone ticks, explodes, not safe. Mm-hmm. And abuse mm-hmm. is abuse. Yeah, definitely. There's actually public and private laws on the books. The distinction between them, noteworthy. Hmm. That's mm. interesting. If you're busy, I want to know what you're doing. <laughs> if you're busy, I want to know what you're doing? What are you talking about, Brandon? I- I don't know what Brandon is saying. But it's good to see you on the chat line, Brandon, on the right chat line, because sometimes Brandon will go on um, my personal Facebook page, and it doesn't come up here. And I see it after the show, and it's like, sorry, I didn't know you were there, honey. Brandon is a rule breaker. He's a a disruptor in a good way. Yes. You're a good guy, Brandon. And yes, to to all of our YouTube watchers, please hit the bell button, like, subscribe, share, you know, look at it again, scratch it, sniff it. I don't know. Do what makes you happy. Have never had a, a physical altercation when you had to not mind your business? Wait, say it again. Has anyone ever had a physical confrontation, like actually... Not not a threat of, but actually had a physical confrontation from not minding your business. No. I mean, like, have I ever jumped into a fight? Is that what you're saying? Or well, it doesn't have to be a fight. It could be, you know, somebody doing something that, you know, is just, you know, that you just didn't mind your business. She is. You Brandon. know? She is. Um. <laughs> No, nobody never came and punched me in the face because I wasn't minding my business. I'm I'm not messy like that. So, like, I don't – if if I know your business, I'm not going to be the one talking about it. So I'm not in your business like that. I Look, I'm in the goddamn basement. I could care less about your business. If you happy, I'm hippie happy, you know? Okay. When so, Monifa is not answering my call, she- Answering me is my business. <laughs> She's sleep, Brandon. <laughs> She's just sleeping. <laughs> that's a that's a running joke between Brandon. Yeah. There's a TV show. Think it aired on NBC. What would you do? Enthralling. Yeah, I remember. What would you do? Um, isn't that the one that Marsha was on? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, you know, um, absolutely. Friend to the show and and um, extraordinary human being, Marsha. Marsha Bonner, but a.k.a. Marsha Hugs, 
was on that particular show. She is a friend to uh, us personally and a friend on the show. And um, they were filming in Harlem and they had a sister that was working, if I remember this correctly, they had a sister that was working in there and a white woman waiting for her black boyfriend. And the sister that was there proceeded to, you know, being then assigned to the white woman that was waiting for her black boyfriend get his, to get his hair cut. And Marsha stepped in in a way that she did, very graceful, very smooth, and, um, you know, told her, you know, she didn't she didn't call her out, but she called her in. Yeah, she you know, like, come in, sis. Come on, sis. Yeah, and it was and just trying to, you know, like, that's not cool. That's not accepted yeah. here. You know, we, we don't do that, you know. Um, but anyway, and then she talked to her, and she didn't know she was being filmed for television. And, yeah. you know, John popped out with the cameras and talked to her and, you know, and Marsha showed a little, she like, um, in my opinion, you know, she was surprised, but then it was like, yeah, this is why I said that, you know, and she's one of those, those folks, one of those spirits, let's just say, yeah. one of those spirits that would intervene in something where it was safe to do. And it's, I guess it's not so much that you intervene, it's also how you intervene, because, you know, getting in the physical of it may not be the way you do it. You may just be the one that is called 911 and got a description and took a picture or did a filming. Like today there's so so many ways to intervene in something where you don't, um, you know, now, now you don't have to get physically, you know, um, in the way of it because nobody wants you, no one wants a good Samaritan to get hurt, you know. You know, but today it's like, you know what, I, I couldn't jump in the middle. He was a big guy, but I taped the whole entire thing. Here you are, you know something that will, you know, get somebody the help they need or get somebody, you know, the sit down they need <laughs> for whatever it is. And let's just hope nobody's, you know, really hurting on that. So so what what brought this question up for you today? Um well it, it came up because it was triggered by online comments, you know, and there is a perception that online is public it is. It is. And in that public domain, things like Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, you all have your own accounts, right? But the accounts don't work unless they interface with others, right? Because otherwise you just have idle space that you're just, you know, filling with content. And oftentimes when you have people that, you know, if you have a public page versus a private page, see, and I and I always had this, this thing with when your page is private and people have to request that generally means that, that I liken that to a knock on the door. Knock, knock, knock. Can right, I come in? Right, right. You know? So then there's a and there's a, a a page flow. You see what type of things people post. You know, come get a gauge. Maybe so if it's a real person behind it. You know, of a personality type, perhaps, as opposed to a, a open page where anybody can land on it and jump in the conversation. You know. And some pages you're used to, you know, um, and, and I kind of compare that in a way, but some people, some pages you're used to people having orderly, you know, conversations, you know, and then the other pages where people get on and they think that they can say anything that comes out there, you know, thoughts, right? Exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, and, and I had that one time in the entire time my my page existed on one of the social media accounts and um and I had to jump in it because they weren't talking to me they were talking to each other back and forth and it doesn't matter 
if you're not talking to me directly or commenting on the post, if you start saying things that are disruptive to each other, uh, I'm going to tap in. On I ask you to please take that off my personal page. Oh, but you know, and then you know, and taking. I don't even. I don't. I don't think I even asked that. I just if it's if it's stuff that's gotten too egregious, or you know, in a way, in this particular situation, I just removed the post, shook off all the comments, and reposted it, and you know, and also moved the comment button off. So you know, because apparently, you know, you know, be kind to yourself and others did not apply to some people. You know, that's all. You know, when people don't can't exercise restraint. I can do it for you. You know, that's that's not a problem. Well, not minding your business came in when people feel like as you posted and they agree with something Wait, that say, they have the say, right say that again because you your thing went it out. Okay. Because you've posted content that someone disagrees with, that you do not have the option to either unfollow or disagree and be okay with that. It's a lot of transference going on. So not only do you get on the page and start making crazy comments, you know, then you threaten to unfollow when that's really not a threat. (laughs) I don't understand. You know what? I don't understand why people have to make this announcement. I'm unfollowing you. No, you're not. You're still following me. Yeah, like stop following I mean, it. Yeah, like like you have a right to follow and, and disconnect from anybody at any time. That you don't need permission for that. You know, you really don't need permission. That is clearly and a choice. You don't have to ask somebody to open the door and let you out. Just unfollow. Which which leads me to my point that I always say. This is this will not ever ever be in lieu of an actual conversation. This is not the way communication goes. You know what I mean? This is like like you, and I know that I didn't grow up in the social media. Like we existed, I existed, fortunately for me, way before social media even came to play. So this is not my primary source of communication. So, you know, and this to me is is an, an extension, but it's not my primary anything. So are you talking about the, the, place where you're posting or are you talking about this uh, I'm getting a little no I'm talking about the place where you're posting right you know when people and and people seeing that as you you know I'm gonna unfollow you you don't you like you said that it didn't need to be an announcement and you certainly don't need my permission or permission right or comment like okay you know I'm I'm sorry you're having a bad day you know peace party people look you know how many people I've blocked who don't know that they're blocked until they're looking for me? I don't. I don't think I've ever used the block button. Oh my God, it's so handy. <laughs> I, I I imagine that, but you know, it's just oh. like. But if somebody says, you know, how could you, Tarantula, or sends me the, the proverbial DMs? See, I get a lot of DMs. A lot. Oh, I bet. Yeah, no, I do. No disrespect to your wife. You know why? You know why I know you get DMs. Because some of your fans used to, they don't do it no more, but they used to inbox me about you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I'm like, and, and I don't, I don't, 
I, that I lo- she's using that term fans very loosely. No, they are yeah. fanatics. They are Therese fanatics. They are freaking fans, and they are like, <gasps> I tried to. Uh, I tried, no, check this out. I tried to friend um, Therese, but she hasn't answered me. Not my problem. I'm, I'm Not actually my problem. pretty horrible. Like I'm better. I'm better on uh, Instagram than I am on Facebook. Some of these people, Rez, it's okay. Just don't. Because not for nothing, I mean, peace, party people. I, I wish you all the best. But then have you told Therese that I was looking at her picture? Could you ask Therese to send me a kiss? No. I'm not even what? at. I'm not no. at. I'm not asking none of that. I'm not. I'm Look. Just because I'm goofy don't mean I'm stupid, okay? <laughs> and let me just – and now that we're on this, because I don't, I don't even know. Do people not realize that Monifa's, to me, a special person to me as well? And I'm not trying to hook you up with somebody in the background. But first of all, you would never go that route. But – and why put me in it? I'm I'm only this big. <laughs> <laughs> you want Monifa to come stomp me out? Come on, stop. I mean, you know, look. Every, you know, look. If you want a beautiful person, if that's your thing, go find somebody that's single. Well, you know, look, just like um, food, watching food, there are there's a fetish for, um, and it's it's generally, in, in my opinion, about. Folks that you, yeah, you don't want anybody that's not in a relationship because you ultimately aren't ready to commit to anything. And you feel like if people do bite, and they do, let's just be clear, they do, you know, and, and marriages are, 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 are agreements between the two people involved. It has nothing to do with anybody that's outside the marriage. Well, I'm just going to let people know that to my understanding, and I don't really need to know, but to my understanding, y'all are not poly niggerish, and they don't need to get all, and, and take it to, to y'all personally. Leave me out of it. Just, <laughs> That's where my scorpion, I draw the line. Yes, that there is where I draw. So, you know what? I don't draw many lines. But 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 yeah, I I you know what? That's where I mind my business. I'm not t- sending no messages. I'm not no bellhop. I'm not a postal service worker. I don't work for UPS. You deliver your own goddamn messages, for the most part, unless it's business or something really positive and and nice. You know what I'm saying? Like if somebody mm-hmm. if somebody says, "Oh, please let Monifa know I'm her best. I'm her favorite fan." That message might get to her. Ooh, if this, she, this if is. She answers the, if she answers the, the message, the text, because sometimes she ignores my text too. Brandon, you're no. not alone. No. <laughs> no. She's very bad with text messages. No, nah, I'm just teasing. She's, she's good I'm with it. I forget she's in the studio. She's not even getting mine because it depends on what cave they're in working. Man, Aquarians tend to net unfair detractors wanting what or who they got. Yo, Gabby, you said a word with that one. And their ego is compelled to make that announcement either to incite an irate debate or to get others to follow suit. Yes. And, you know, they're just. I 
I don't see all of that. That's that's on the actual chat. Oh, um, oh, oh, right. Then I didn't, I didn't see the, the ego part. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 for the people that says I'm gonna unfollow you in all caps. Look, and I and I just put up the piece. <laughs> and I mean that literally and figuratively, you know, because I mean again we've lost and and you know whatever you do, party people, please don't lose your capacity to communicate, because I think that's what this is all set up for. We are to points where in spaces that we can't even have a conversation or a general disagreement without it going to motherfucker land, and it just uh, doesn't make any sense. Motherfucker land. That, that that's just it. You know, it's like the name. Like, don't 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 scream at me in caps and don't start cussing. Elevate your argument. Let me tell you <laughs> something, Rezzy. When I mm-hmm. write that song, Motherfucker Land, mm-hmm. you gonna be the first one to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say shout out to my friend, to my homie Rezzy, who came up with the term Motherfucker Land. Because that's where some of y'all live. Some of y'all poly niggerish live. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. You know, I just don't get it. Like, you know, just, just because you're triggered, you know, by whatever it says, examine your trigger. Or, you know, work on that. Because I'm not going to be the only one that jumps on it if, if, if it happens. You know? Oh, you know, I see you. You've come to, if you folks jump to all conclusions about you as a spirit. Based on whatever you have an opinion about, which you are entitled to, that is the most common thing that anybody can have. What Quite is, like an asshole. Yes. And what is Pop talking about here? Pop is saying involve people involve people broadcasting their meals, which tends to be an amount of unexpected food combinations on the internet while we view it alongside eating. Oh, wait a second. Now is that two parts? It looks like it may be two parts. Oh, mukbangs. Mookbangs? Mookbang, mookbangs. Mookbangs. Okay. Mookbangs. All right, Pop. I'm lost. Mookbangs. They involve people broadcasting their meals, which tends to be to be large amounts of unexpected food combinations on the internet, often while other viewers eat alongside and interact with them. Oh, see, that, I see, I'd probably be a, a mookbanger. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, are, are you calling my friend a mookbang? <laughs> See, I think that'd be something that appeals to me. Anything with food and conversation and, you know. Yeah, I like that, too. Actually, I'm glad you mentioned food and combina- and, and com- conversation. Not that I've been conversating much, but I have been eating food. So I could talk about that. Um, I What's have your changed. favorite food? So my favorite food probably is either lobster tail, if it's Ooh. a good lobster tail, or fried chicken. However... I have temporarily sworn off the fried chicken. Not eating anything fried. I have actually, so I decided that it's time, well, my blood test results have made me decide that I have no choice but to change how I'm eating. You know I am a hard head. And, yes, I have a soft ass. What can I say? Okay. <laughs> they say it goes hand in hand, and it's true. But okay. anyway, I decided I wanted to cook stir fry. But y'all know, I don't know how to cook. You don't know how to cook anything? Not anything. Uh, no. So, I bought these chicken strips. Wait a minute, hold on. So, how are you 
what happened to your wine and dine years? You weren't in there making candlelight dinners and carrying thorns? I did um, do that. Um, okay, so it's not so much what I served. Mm-hmm. It's how I served it. Oh, God, no, I'm just saying you flying high. <laughs> okay. I'm just it's true, it's true. So I remember this one time, um, I think maybe it was me and Cheryl's first anniversary or something, right? Okay. When I was living I was still living in Washington Heights, had to come over to my apartment. On the <laughs> on the door of my apartment it said Javon's Bistro. Okay. With a heart or something, right? So it was a one one bedroom apartment, and in the living room, I set up a, ta- a a table and you know set it up all nice and everything. And I came to the door in my um in a I don't remember what the hell I was wearing, but I was dressed like a waiter. And I opened the door. Yep, I had the thing, and there you go. I had the napkin. I was, I said, "Hello, may I help you?" And she was like. Hey, I was like, oh, you must be Cheryl Barclay. Please, come in. Step this way. Jay will be with you shortly. Can I get you anything to drink? Please take a look at our menu. Probably, I mean, who knows what. wasn't much, but had the music going. I went in the back to the bedroom, changed my shirt, came out, flower, I was like, damn, you look good. How you doing? Gave her a flower, gave her a pack, sat down, did a little talking. I said, I'll be right back. Got up, switched it up, (laughs) came out with the first course of whatever. But there was probably, like, stuff I bought, you know, and maybe, actually, no. What I did was I, I made, like, a gumbo, but the way I made it, I had a cousin that lived in the apartment upstairs from me. I had some friends on the phone walking me through how you do this. And I, I mean, everybody was, the, this was a community effort. So they made the rice. Somebody helped with that. But I yeah. served it up. Nice. So yeah, I think I would, I would have I would have applauded the theater of that all. Yeah, you know. it was my, my, my Mac game was all in the theatrics of it. Yeah. <laughs> Misty Chase said, oh, they're going in on you. (laughs) LaVon said, you did a little role play. (laughs) Misty said, I get chicks trying to order me food from the chicken shack. (laughs) But you know what? You could actually order food from the chicken shack. Just don't order any of the sides. You got to make sides and you could, you know, I've seen people, you know, do a little, uh, what do you call that? A little, um. You know, a little mix and match kind of stuff with that, you know, putting a little homemade mixing in. Like if you don't quite know how to fry chicken, because frying chicken is a certain way you got to hold your mouth when you fry chicken now. You just can't, everybody can't fry chicken. I can't fry chicken legs. I think I can make, I can fry chicken wings, but I can only fry the first batch. Like, like if, if five fit, don't give me six. Because I won't be able to cook them. Don't give me like, if 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 five fit, don't give me ten. Because the next five, they're not, it's not, don't eat that. 
Well, do you did you do you fold the wing? Yeah, yeah. I fold it. I take it and I make it into like a triangle and I put it in there. But the thing is, the thing is, it doesn't cook right the second time. So okay, this sounds like the flame too high. I don't know, but Pop and Cheryl doesn't eat fried chicken, so I'm the only one that really eats it, and so I wouldn't have to do a second batch anyway. But but I don't, and I you know what? Since I've been living down here, I really don't fry much of anything. I don't know. I'll fry fish. I can I can do that. Now this eggs. All right, I can't boil an egg, but I recently learned how to scramble one. Mm-hmm. And throw a slice of cheese in there and stab it. <laughs> so you. <laughs> Alrighty. Not so you like, with so you like singed eggs, huh? <laughs> singed eggs. Never tried those, but probably. Yeah, that's that's a not a good thing. If you if you are burning someone's. It, it, from the sounds of it, you know, like the brown eggs when you when you have them in the pan and they turn brown. That's of course, a- I can have a bowl of cereal as long as it's not hot. Come on now, <laughs> come on, son. <laughs> no, I don't know about singed eggs, but yeah, you just you put it in there and you stab it and then you stir it and you stab it some more, and before you know it, it's cooked and it's mm-hmm. edible like that. Yeah. Okay. I, I can you know you throw some um peppers or something in there I don't know. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm about to unfriend you, sis. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> it's a continuity for me. <laughs> it's a continuity. <laughs> Cooking is about seasoning. You have to you have to already season if you're in your, I know in how your to season it. Okay, yeah. So, so anyway, anyway, let me tell y'all what I what I was able to make this week. Okay. Oh. Matter of fact, I just finished. <coughs> <laughs> that looks like that chip contest where people were having that chip that comes in the carton, and you have to eat just one single chip, and it's supposed to be the a hot chip, and you see all these videos of people eating it, and then. Having conniptions right after? Because the second batch doesn't cook. How, I don't understand that the second Me batch not cooking. either. Cooked. If I understood it, I could probably cook more. But What I, do you mean doesn't cook? After you take the first batch out, what happens about you putting the second pieces in? What happens? I don't know. They just don't come out right. Either they're funny looking, like half burnt and half uncooked or something. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't mess with it. I don't I don't I don't mess with that. But so You're not holding your mouth the right way. Who? You're not holding your mouth the right way. Oh. See your mouth you you know how you hmm. oh. you could always, you know like Michael Jordan when he played back you always knew that he was gonna when that tongue came out Oh. Engaged in the, now in that the I could do. Have my tongue hanging out, I'll do that. So maybe that'll help. <laughs> I'm burning the oil. So let me tell y'all, I know how to season the food. I don't, 
I I put everything in there. Just pour it all on. Yeah. So I can do that. Now, what I made was I, I took some chicken strips and I seasoned them. I put pepper on it, okay? And? And garlic powder. And what kind of pepper did you put on it? Black. Okay. Right on for the black power and the black pepper. And so I took that and I put it in a, a frying pan with virgin olive oil. And then I put some other stuff. I don't know what it was. But I put that stuff in there and I watched it. And then it started bubbling and crackling and doing some weird stuff. And I was like, mm. the chicken was white and I. I didn't. I wasn't sure. So I called a friend. Okay, it's all right to phone a friend. Everybody out there, whatever you do in life, just know it's okay. Call somebody if you don't know. <laughs> I didn't know. I called somebody. So then, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a new cat. <laughs> Go ahead. So then. What did I do? So so then I had a a, a package of stir fry. Stir fry what? Some stuff, you know, like it's just stir fry. Vegetables, vegetables, noodles, vegetables. Okay. Like there was broccoli in there. It wasn't that much. They should have put more broccoli and peppers and onions and some other kind of vegetable-looking thing that I don't know what it is. But anyway, and and some kind of bean. But honestly. After you mix it all up, it all tastes the same anyway. So I threw all of that in there, and it said, and I thought, okay, I got to stir fry it. That's why it was bubbling. So I was stirring it and frying it and stirring it and frying it. And then it came out surprisingly good. So, yeah, since I've been cooking for myself this week, I only got sick one time, which is a miracle, because usually, you know, I can't, I remember I used to try to make spaghetti, and it was like a rock would sit in my poor tummy, but, so I don't make that anymore, but, however I was making it. All of these years on the planet? No, okay, so, so you've been able to get away with not cooking, then, just, that's a whole lot of money you're spending out when, you know. That used to be my point of Romeo cooking. Because, you know, in the college college days, you're broke as I don't know what. So you have your little apartment and you have your back, – back in my day, we had meal butcher, butcher plans where you'd go and you could get certain meats for, you know, a price and you have all the meats that you want. Because it's just me, so, you know, and you uh, – Get your stuff, but you know you call yourself being a little Romeo, <laughs> fake ass, fake ass Romeo, and you, <laughs> and you uh, cook up something in lieu of going out and spending money you didn't have. <laughs> I was I was queen of the budget. Adam's family food, queen of the budget. Yes. 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 If I did this over here, that means something over there. And see, I I wasn't about to compromise my nightlife. <laughs> so we were cooking yes. and, I, and I like to be able to have my meals after that I love 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 to this day still love leftovers I think leftovers are better sometimes I won't eat them when I cook it I'll just 
have it for a leftover because it tastes better after the season settles in and the next day. But uh, yeah, I cooked a lot of meals. My favorite one I used to make, I know, forget this, was uh, the, um, I used to take, this is when I ate them because I don't eat a lot of them now, but egg noodles, spinach, garlic, with a, sam- a slice of salmon over the top of it. Egg noodles? Oh. How do you yeah. eat salmon? I got to tell you one day, I'm going to buy a piece of salmon and maybe you could walk me through that one because sure. I Pretty like easy. it. Pretty easy, yeah, sure. As long as you get wild-caught salmon, you're in business. Don't get anything farm-raised. It's usually in tanks with stuff they put in in the water, like antibiotics, and you don't want that. It's something that they had to get on a boat for. It's usually a little more money, but it's better for your tummy. Miss DJ, there are certain parts of chicken that cook better than the others, and that's all I can answer. I that's it. And no, well, I guess if I had a toaster that had, I don't even know if they do that anymore. This is funny. Prison hookups calling them meals. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Mooch introduced you to egg noodle? (laughs) Yeah. I actually cook very well. That's one of my favorite uh, places of peace, cooking. And you know what? That chemistry thing, it says y'all usually can do the perfect blend of seasoning chemistry. You know something, Gabby Greta? I think, I don't know about all Libras, but I can tell you this. I think I cook pretty well. And I also, um, well, yeah, I, I had a catering business once upon a time. But I, I, I cook pretty well, and I mix drinks very well. So I don't know if that means, you know, like, I like doing that stuff. It, it brings me joy. Yeah. And it's peaceful for me, I my think, happy place. I think that's going to be fun for me now that I'm teaching myself how to cook. And this week went well. Um, and I have, to, I have to stop eating out. I have to start cooking for myself. Therefore... Um, I just, you know, hope that things continue to go well. I mean, out of about four or five meals, I only got six once. That's pretty good, considering my um track record. <laughs> do you what kind of salmon do you like? Do you like baked salmon, uh, stuffed salmon, grilled salmon, barbecue salmon? I have a friend, a good friend of mine. She's a salmon queen too. She likes salmon. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't, I don't know how they make it. I don't know <laughs> if they cook. It. I mean, I know they cook it, but I don't know if they boil it, broil it, fry it. It's so many ways to do it. it. Um, probably, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you, how you make it. Depends. As long as it's not dry. Yeah, I don't That's like it. Those things that you got to do a temperature with, or if you don't do a temperature, know how to how to um, eye it because it's nothing like overcooked salmon. It's very dry and it's. Ugh. Thank you, Pop, because Lord knows I need it. Yeah, and now let me tell you who's a good cook. Who's a good that, cook? That Poppy Chulo is a good cook. All right, Pop. Yes, he is. I'm here for it. He's a good cook. This is true. I have not yet learned the skill, and I'm open. She's open. I'm open to learning how to cook, and I am open open to blocking folk. 
Oh, you got plans. You got plans. Don't say that. Shut your trap. I'm sipping wine in a robe. I look too good to be alone. My house clean. My pool warm. Just shake. We should be dancing, romancing in the key swing and the west wing. Thomas Bradley died in Los Angeles. He was elected the first African-American mayor of Los Angeles, California on May 29, 1973. Bradley served for 20 years, which is longer than any other mayor of the city. He was born the son of sharecroppers and the grandson of an enslaved person in Calvert, Texas, on December 29, 1917. Bradley later became one of the most successful politicians of the 20th century. He joined the Los Angeles Police Department in 1941 and retired as a lieutenant. 
He became an attorney after retiring from the police department prior to entering politics. As the mayor, Bradley was instrumental in much of Los Angeles' growth and its hosting of the 1984 Summit Olympics. Los Angeles became the nation's second most populated city under his administration. Upon upon retiring from mayor in 1993, Bradley ran unsuccessful campaigns for governor of California in 1982 and 1986. And uh, that's all I got to say about that. You know, he kind of favors a little bit. Oh. Uh, Marion, a little bit. Oh, my God, yes. Just just enough that you could get confused. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Pop, don't get arrested, arrested, Pop. Eddie Kendricks. Ah, oh, falsetto conversation. So who who are some of your favorite falsettos, Jay? Do you have any? Well, Eddie Kendricks was one, um, you know, who can top Smokey, you know, Smokey. Mm. And um, the lead singer from the Stylistics, can't think of his name right now. Felipe went, no, that was uh, the Spinners, right? Right. He, Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, he's dope. And um, what's his name from Earth, Wind, and Fire? Can't I can't. I'm really. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. This is like a bad time for me with um I'm not doing good with my memory right now, but um Tommy and Elder Barge. Oh yeah, El, that's my man right there, boy. Tommy DeBarge is dope. Yep. Um Switch. Switch. Yes, yes, thank you. See? I this is this is the fading hours for for Javon, y'all. I'm fading. Howard Hewlett. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. Love, love, love. Oh, and also, uh, Jerome Wayne actually has a, a very beautiful falsetto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to Jerome. <gasps> Pop, what you got? What you got? What you got for the people? He said he gonna leave the door open, and it's, it's you know, <laughs> don't get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you got, Poppy Chula, don't get arrested for it. That's funny. Yeah, funny. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, yes. L and Tommy DeBarge. Yeah, he was the lead singer for the group Switch. And they had that classic album. Was that the only album they had? No, they had more than one, didn't they? Um, I think... Which, well, they only had one popular album that, I mean, to my understanding, I don't know. Well, that one had a good run with all of the pictures on it. Yeah. This song right here. Thank you. 
talk, make me say it again, girl. Make me say it again, girl. Make me say it again, girl. You're all I need. Hush, you are. You're Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Little falsetto. Yes, yes. Like, how can I forget about two falsetto legends? One living and one in our ancestry, the late, great Sylvester. Amen. And the legendary house music, gospel house artist, artist, Kenny Bobian, who still blows down. And Elisa, if you don't know anything about Sylvester, you better... Yeah, because he, he, you missed a good in there. You missed one. Yes. I'm thinking that's the, yes, 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 yes. That's the garage. Well, you know, Sylvester um, was more, he was over, you know, he, he was in San Francisco, but he was also, he did a lot of performances at the garage too. But um, he lived majority of his existence in um, San Fran. That's where he further migrated to. So, um, yeah, they still celebrate him out there. I think they have a Sylvester Day, as a matter of fact, too. Um, but he was the, one of the best that ever did it. And, of course, you know, there's Patti LaBelle, who also recorded, you are, of course, the slower version of You Are My Friend, yep, and she yep. whips it to the floor. That's just one of those, those classics. But I love my favorite favorite by um, Kenny Bobian outside of that, has to be I shall not be moved. Now oh, let me tell you something. Tell let me tell you something. I had to call Kenny one day when I was losing my mind because I was in a great, great mood. I was at 125th Street getting ready to get on the West Side Highway. Shout out to Gina Bree Love, Safe Travels, baby. I Shout had out to, to get Gina Bree Love, Safe Travels, baby. Yes. <laughs> You're a beautiful spirit. On... You're a beautiful spirit, Gina Bree Love. I just okay. Yes she is. I'm, yes she I'm is. Finish now. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. And if you guys are in the, the Bay Area, uh, please go check her out. She's on the bill. In fact, follow her on gdbreelove.com. You'll find out where all shows are. But I was on 125th Street. It was a beautiful sunny day. I was driving my wife's car, which has an open sunroof and all that sound going on in it. So I hit the, the highway, and my phone connected through her Uconnect, and it came on. And can I tell you, that song gave me my entire life all the way down to the Lincoln Tunnel. I mean, I was, it was almost a little weird because, not, well, not weird in a bad way, but it was like I was in there bouncing, ah, shall not, and all the way down. That song is so long. <laughs> or maybe I was driving fast. I don't know. But that song all the way through half the Lincoln Tunnel. Wow. That's what's up. The police looked at me like, Going through the tunnel because, if, you know, of course, when you get inside and you got open sunroof with music on disrespectful levels, it's like, all right, it's, it's like you're, you walked into some kind of echo chamber and it was just going, you know, and um, that's one of my all-time Kenny Bobby and favorite. Mine too, mine too. I think that's the first song together, you know. Yeah. Um, Fort Greene. Yep. Ooh. We are out and we will be back, I believe, on Saturday. On Saturday. So keep it locked. And um, Alisa, please look up Sylvester. Go to YouTube, look him up, check out all the um, videos and stuff. You'll love him. He was great, also, you know? And uh, good night, everybody. We love you. Bye, Sandra. Peace. Be safe, y'all. Safe, y'all. Be safe. Wash them hands. And wear a mask. Robin S. And you're listening to 
Juan and Therese in the basement. So what I need you to do is... Your peace words to love King of R&B, Raheem Devon. I hope you're showing them love. Oh, yeah. Thank you. If that wasn't like the first one I did, I did something like, hi, this is Robin S. And you're listening to Javon and Therese in the basement. Show them love. This is Terrell Carter, and you are listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. Hey, this is Avery Sunshine, and I am in the basement with Javon and Therese. Shine. <laughs> What's up? It's your girl, Monifa, and you're tuned in to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese. <laughs> hey, it's your girl, Allison Williams, and you're in the basement with Javon and Therese. <laughs> Hey, this is Lenny Williams, and you're listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon and Therese playing my kind of music. Still in the basement, no longer alone, with my homegirl Therese on the microphone. Music politics are just chatting it up. Brunch in the basement, see, that's what's up. You never know who might run through Legendary artist or someone brand new You miss a lot when you miss one day At least that's what I heard somebody say But it doesn't really matter what whoever says It's always a good show With Javon and Therese Yeah Brunch in the basement With Javon and Therese Yeah yeah. Come on, everybody's a friend in my head. I already know everybody. <laughs> One day I'll tell you about me and Shaka Khan, but you know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, but she doesn't know anything about it. But anyway. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She just she wasn't even there actually. But anyway, but she did um, mention. None other than Shaka Khan as one of her. Why you gotta say? Wait a minute. Why you gotta say Shaka? She did mention. No other than Shaka Khan. I'm like, where does your voice go? What happened? What's happening? Even the mere mention of her name. <laughs> Silence. Oh, gosh. Would you believe I'm blushing? Just... Yes. Hard. <laughs> You're speechless blushing. That's the thing. Speechless blushing. Rezzy, I can't help it. It's a shocker. This is a shocker rehab, you know. If there's a cure for this, I don't want it. I don't want it. Uh, senses, though, Jay. I'm gonna send y'all some perfume. I'll, I'll definitely I'll get an address. I'll send y'all out tomorrow. You can send me some cologne, cause I mean, oh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I Just in case I should be Shaka Khan, I want to smell really, you know, oh, nice. Oh god. <laughs> okay, dokey, babe. Whatever you say. I want to wish everybody um a happy Shaka Khanika. All right, thank you. Let's let's carry on. I'm sorry. Javon, yeah, there's a pill you're going to be able to take. I promise not to tell them which way you went, but they're coming for you.
with time. So and we thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, thank well, thank you. This part, that little piece, I'm just gonna keep and play it all the time for myself. <laughs> but no. <laughs> And I think it's it's time, Therese, to do a little rapid fire with um, Mr. Ooh. Richard Pryor, Jr. I think so. I think so. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. We won't hurt you. 